Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Mr. Donnie Corum, broadcasting live from our downtown Denver studios with my executive producer, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's up, man? Ah, uh, man, you know, um, it's, it's been kind of some wild times here the last you know couple of weeks, uh, but... Recently in the news, and recently I've been seeing some encouraging signs as far as like legislation changes, and you know, just um, you know, there's lots of protesting and rioting and things going on. It seems like some of that might have actually brought about a little bit of change. Indeed, places that you know we needed it the most. So you know, there's been a lot of him hawing on either side, uh, but ultimately, if people can feel uh, more safe and feel like they're more heard feel like things are moving in the right direction. I'm all for that. So I've been encouraged and been happy about that. That is great. That is great. And it is awesome. Listen, we got a lot of turmoil going on in our country right now. You know, and listen, I'm a black guy myself. You may not be able to tell by the voice. I get that a lot. But that that is a fact that I am, in fact, a black guy. I'm telling you, see, that is fact. And if you haven't figured that out yet, hey, welcome. Surprise. Um but, you know, the turmoil is, is necessary. And not that I'm encouraging rioting or looting. Please do not send the hate emails. I don't need it. But I'm, I'm telling you right now that this country was overdue for a change. And I am super happy to see what's going on in those changes and some of the legislation that's taking place to hopefully make this a kinder, gentler, less problematic nation moving forward, right? And Because I, I, I really, I like breathing. It's a big thing for me. I've been doing it my entire life. I intend to continue until I stop doing it, but that's going to be on my own schedule. You feel me? That's a big thing. I'm going to do that on my own. All right, let, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, this week's episode, we're going to be talking about next. It's a mindset show, and, and you know that we speak of the mindset methodology and tools that go into foreclosure investing. This week's a mindset show, and, and as always, we start with a news article. I saw a news article, and Jonathan brought it to me, in regards to listing prices expected to rise over the next couple of months throughout the summer. Well, it's intriguing, and I want you to check out the article, as always, posted to the Foreclosure Deals Coach page on Facebook. You can check it out there, but check out the article and kind of know that that was going to happen anyway, right? During the summer months, this is sort of a, if you look at trend analysis, we have an inventory reduction. A lot of people are shopping for homes during the summer while the kids are off school. You know, families very much drive homeownership because generally you want to get a house to put your family in, but you all need you need a house if you're a single guy. You also need a house if you're a single gal, right? You need a house for your dog, etc. So a lot of house shopping is going on during the summer months and prices tend to head up. But when we're in a time of crisis, as I mentioned on a recent episode, that people are kind of pulling off the market, they're expecting house prices to rise at a significantly higher rate this year than in previous years because when supply goes down, demand goes up. That's a normal, de- that's a normal demand supply curve 
curb, if you will, okay? So this article is just going to say that things are going on. That's important for your mindset because what we're talking about today is the most important four-letter word in real estate investing. Do you know what that word is? Uh, 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 yeah, see, that's good. Don't, don't, don't answer. This is my show. Don't be stealing my thunder right now. All right. The most important... <laughs> This is also a family show, so stay stay legit with me here. All right. When you are, let, let's do a quick analogy here, right? You see your dream girl, right? She's standing there across the bar, right? She's so hot, right? Or dream guy, if you're one of my wonderful female listeners of this show. And, and you see him or her, and, and you walk over, right? You try to strike up a conversation. You build up all the courage. You're going to go buy him or her a drink, and you, you set the drink down, and you look over, and there upon her finger is a giant diamond ring, like the one I bought for my wife, right? And suddenly, your soul is crushed, like, I can't, I can't go on. This was my soulmate. This was the one I was going to be with forever. What's the most powerful thing you can bring to that? The word that's most important in real estate investing is next, right? As hard as it was to get over meeting your dream girl right there at that moment and finding out, maybe you should have noticed from across the bar, but you didn't notice, and now you're finding out that it's not in fact going to be the soulmate connection you were hoping for, do you crawl into a hole and die, or do you look over and check out that really hot bartender that actually may be single as well? I am. I'm going to take my next shot. You got to take your next shot. And I'm on a lot of the big foreclosure groups, a lot of the investing groups out there, Bigger Pockets being one of my favorite groups. And constantly I see people posting about the deal of the century that they've fallen madly in love with. And now they can't get hold of the seller. And when I'm coaching my new students, it's the same problem over and over again. You know, it looked like a deal. I thought I had it under contract. The numbers lined up. Now it's not working out. What do I need? to do. And here's the answer, ladies and gentlemen, next. Because if you are getting yourself caught up on one deal in this plethora of available deals that are out there, you will not make it in this industry long term. Right? I'll give you a couple other examples. Let's say you're a stock trader, right? And you're so obsessed with one stock that when you lose money on that stock, you never trade it another day in your life. Or you're a major league baseball player and you swing the bat and you strike out and you base the rest of your career on that strikeout. The, oppor the opportunities, for example, could go on for hours, but the point is always the same. Next is the most powerful word in real estate investing, because no matter how good or bad you do on that deal you just did or did not do, the only deal that matters is the one that's coming next. Right, So the reason I'm sharing this with you is because I really want to get as deep into your psyche as I can okay, and try to make you imagine this as a long-term career, not the one paycheck that's going to provide for you for the rest of your life. That's not how real estate works, no matter how great that first deal is. I can assure you, you're going to have to find the next one. So whether this deal is going to work out or not is not as dependent on did you learn from it? right? Are you smarter as a result? And are you more prepared to go on to the next deal? See, it's very difficult when there's so much money involved in this. And when people tie money to greatness is when things fall apart, right? Greatness comes first, then the money follows. 
If you become great at real estate investing, if you become great at deal analysis, which is one of the most crucial components of real estate investing, is the ability to take a deal, put it into PropStream or whatever analytical tool you're using, and then come up with an answer that allows you to write an offer quickly. If you become effective at that, if you're good at doing bidding so you know what the property is going to cost to fix, okay? If you're an effective marketer, and you know how to market the property for sale by owner, maybe you're not including an agent at all to save money on the deal, and you figured out how to get the property off the market without involving an agent. The point is, every single deal is an opportunity to learn something and move on to the next deal. That's how you gotta look at it, okay? So my advice to you today is as you're out there, put yourself in a position where no matter how great the deal is, it's not gonna define your real estate investing career. And I, I want to do I want to do this show for a while, but it, sometimes I feel like it might be the tone of my voice that I come across a little bit uncaring because I do so many deals. Listen, the reason I do so many deals is because I've done so many deals. You, you see what I'm saying? And, and it's just by virtue of understanding that no one deal, good, bad, positive, negative, is going to define your career if this is in fact your career. We're going to head into a real estate recession. Like, there's no way around it. I've been saying it for a very long time, and we're definitely heading that direction. When it's going to happen, I don't know. The Fed just stabilized the rate. They said we're not going to mess with interest rates for another two years solid. That's definitely going to slow things down. Okay, Unemployment starting to rebound. And as it stands today, there's no signs of slowing down on the real estate market. But that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Here's the thing. The only thing I know how to do well is real estate, right? Well, I've got some other traits, but we can't go into that on this show. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that. Yeah, that could have gotten dangerous real fast. Woo! All right. The only thing. <laughs> Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. It's important to have good credit when you're buying a foreclosure. A lot of people think you can come in with bad credit, but the fact of the matter is you need pretty stable credit scores to buy a foreclosure deal. So how do you find out how to increase your credit? Well, there's tons of credit repair agencies out there and multiple formulas, but one thing we found that works is reporting your monthly rental payment to the credit bureau. We partnered with RentReporters.com, the leading provider of adding your payment history direct from your landlord onto your credit bureau scores and it helping people to boost their scores up to 40 points in as little as 30 days. So to get started, I want you to head on out to www.ForeclosureDealsCoach.com. Now that's a messenger bot and you're going to use the keyword rent to get more information about Rent Reporters and how you can boost your credit score by getting getting your rental reported to the credit bureaus. Once again, Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Check it out. Real estate is the thing I am best at. Yeah, I'm good at real estate. So if the market goes away, I'm not going to find another career. I'm not going to transition over to dentistry, right? I'm not going to take up landscaping. I really enjoy real estate and I happen to be really good at it.
Okay. And the people who listen to this show, the people who join my coaching program, particularly my elite level coaching program, have built their life around the idea that real estate is going to be their long-term future. As a matter of fact, that is a requirement to get into my elite coaching program. See, if you're dabbling in the real estate world. This is something you do as a side business. And listen, I am not knocking the soccer moms out there who get their real estate license and can bring in 50, 60 grand a year. Kudos to y'all. Seriously, that's a, it's incredible that this industry allows for that, where you can work part-time and make very much what a full-time income in other places is. So I'm proud of you. No problem there. But the people who are going to take this to the next level have to understand that this is a long-term career, which is going to have ebbs and flows, wins and losses, good deals, bad bad deals, and everything else in between, right? You can't be a lawyer who loses a case that after 12 years of working on getting your legal license, decide to give up being a lawyer because you lost a case, right? And I see this constantly with my students. I see it constantly on bigger pockets, people lamenting about the deal that did not go as planned, somebody who did a flip, who lost money. I remember I'm driving around in a cab in New York City, and this cab driver, you know, we get to strike up a conversation. You may have noticed I'm a bit of a talker, right? So we get to talking, and he says, uh, yeah, I did. I flipped the house once. You know, I lived in it for a little bit. I fixed it up. I said, how'd you do? He said, I made $100,000. I'm like, you made $100,000? Yeah. Why are you not doing that again? Well, I don't know, man. That was, it was really tough. Like, it was a lot going on. It was a tough thing. What, what do you make driving a cab? $100,000? I don't, I don't know. In New York, it's possible, to be honest with you, because that's pretty, pretty heavy. But here's the point. He, got, so he told me the story about it, and I'm not going to go into details of how he's lamenting over it, but he told me of the details with the plumbing and the electrical system went bad, and then he had some issues with the code inspection, and yada, yada, yada. And then he ends the story with telling me he made a $100,000 payday on it, and all I heard was, next. Time to do the next one. Right? I would have stopped exactly what I was doing. You figured this thing out. You managed to make a profit on your first deal. And because it was difficult, you decided not to do it. Listen, let me assure you of this. Your first deal had better be difficult. right? Because I'm promising you right now, if you walk in to one of my coaching sessions and say, Yo, man, flip this house, made 30 Gs. That was so easy. I'm going to grab you and shake you. What do you mean? My first deal was a disaster. Tune into the first episode and listen. It was a disaster. It was a train wreck. But I learned so much on that first deal that I developed that into the second deal and then the third deal and the fourth deal. And now I am literally about 300 flips in career-wide. Okay? And that did not happen with a bunch of easy deals. Now, some of them were easy deals. We like those. And I'm not going to argue with money that comes in easy. But if you're building a profession, then you better get used to one word, one word only next. Don't chase leads. Over, oh, listen, diligence pays off, okay? And I'm not going to tell you to avoid. If the guy doesn't answer your phone call the first time to give up, you need to call him another 10, 15 times, whatever it takes to close that deal. You got to be willing to do it. But you do so with the mindset of no matter how this ends, I need to get on to the next deal. Right? And you have to have that mindset to play in this game. If you're so caught up on the profit on every single deal that you do, you're not going to do very many deals. More importantly, you're not going to learn very much about doing deals. And most importantly, you're not going to be able to achieve the elite status that only a handful of real estate investors who understand the word next have achieved. My mentor was very clear on it. I'm only as good as my next deal. And you are only as good as your next deal. Haven't done a deal yet? 
Well, that's good news because you're only as good as the deal you haven't done yet, right? And you get to start from an absolute baseline. You consider yourself fortunate that you've got the ability to evaluate as many deals as you can to get that infamous first deal that you will never forget about, will change your financial future, and will change your life. But if you get caught up on this thing like my taxi cab driver friend did and all the negativity that took place on the first deal despite a six-figure payday, then you're probably not going to make it in this industry. That's the bottom line. You know, so I want to be motivational because this is a mindset show. I want to understand that you're going to have some difficulties along the way. And I want to be there for you when those struggles take place. I want to help you out because I can tell you that 90% of my coaching job as a foreclosure deals coach is not about the methodology. It's not about how to write a contract because you're going to do a lot of that. You're going to get very good at it because you have to. Okay? It's not about how to negotiate a deal. You're going to become a genius deal negotiator because you're going to do a lot of them. It's not about the tools. You'll become a prop stream expert in no time at all if you're using it every single day. You'll understand how to connect with private investors and hard money lenders and etc. The methodology and tools, believe it or not, are not the hardest part of this process. The mindset is the hardest part of this process. And to prove that, when I was in the retail real estate space, I every single morning, got in front of a room full of, it, it ranged from tw- low as 12 up to like 25 agents in the room, and I would pitch them to get into their heads so they could hop on the phone and start making cold calls, okay, for several hours on end while standing. I did not allow chairs inside my cold calling facility. I know, I'm a jerk, but stuff got done, right? And the point was, is I had to get the mindset right of my people. And now I'm getting that same opportunity with you, my devout listeners of the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast. So you understand we got to get your mind right. Because that's the key, right? So what are you reading right now? What are you listening to right now? Are you checking out the podcast? Well, obviously you're listening to the podcast, and I appreciate that. But when you're done with the podcast, are you reading Think and Grow Rich? Are you putting yourself in the right mindset to make this work out? And most importantly, when a deal goes south and you got to pick yourself up and get on to the next one, what are you doing to make sure you're taking care of your mindset so it doesn't get damaged during that process? Because the worst time is when you're coming off of a bad deal. And I can't tell you how many bad deals I've come off of. I can't tell you how many times I walked into a closing room expecting to leave with a twenty dollars to $25,000 check and leaving with nothing that day. It's happened to me more times than I can possibly remember. But I also know that I moved on to the next deal almost as if it didn't happen. Not to ignore it and pretend like it didn't happen, but rather to program my brain with that four-letter word that I'm going to pound in your head as often as possible, next, 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 next. That will define you as a real estate investor. That may define you in life in general. So if you get caught up, you get emotional, you forget, you want to throw in the towel, listen, I want to be there for you. And I, I do want to help out, and I get a lot of inquiries like this, and sometimes I'm just talking guys off the ledge, and I'm not going to kid you, it's not the best use of my time sometimes, but I do like doing it because I understand, and I had somebody like that to lend an ear to me when I was at the worst of it, so I would like to lend an ear to you when I can. Reach out, let's discuss, but don't come at me with a quitter mindset. If that deal didn't work out, you better be telling me about the next one you're working on. Okay, because I'm not here to listen to you bellyache about what went wrong. Okay, I want to hear about what you learned from it and what we can do better next time to make sure the next deal goes through. 
That's the mindset that you need. The most important four-letter word in real estate investing. Next. All right, guys, that's my time for today. I hope you got something from this. And once again, I thank you each and every week, but I want to thank you again. The listenership has been astounding. The insight, some of the stuff I'm learning out there, like I'm getting feedback from my listeners that it's really the great thing about recording a podcast is you're not just delivering knowledge, you're gaining knowledge from it. So what do you want to hear about on the show? What topics can we take on? Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com. Check out the website there. We're getting the final stages on that, so that'll be built up right now it's a messenger bot but message us with what you'd like to see on the show go to the page for closure deals coach on facebook right and get your mind right stay in tune with understanding that the only thing that matters is your next deal don't get caught up on one of them there'll be so much more where that came from otherwise you approach things from a law of scarcity and scarcity suggests this could be your last deal i can promise you this as long as i've got air in my lungs and god allows me one more day on this planet of ours there's another deal to be had the same applies to you you just got to get up and say next and move forward With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the foreclosure deals coach? Like our Facebook page, Foreclosure Deals Coach, for the latest in real estate and foreclosure investing. Become a part of our community. Search Foreclosure Deals Coach on Facebook to join today.